0: Welcome back to another episode of the Strong Family Project Podcast. I'm Joe, joined by Mel.
1: Welcome back to the Strong Family Project Podcast, where we guide you on the path to raising confident, independent, and resilient children in a strong family environment.
0: short week this week. We're only doing the 10-minute Tuesday because Thursday is Thanksgiving. Mel, what's your favorite Thanksgiving dish?
1: When I was a kid, it was definitely the, oh my gosh, the potato casserole with the marshmallows on top.
0: And it probably still is.
1: It might be unless unless the turkey or the chicken is done like just right, and then I have really good mushroom gravy on top. I love that.
0: All right, enough about Thanksgiving. <laughs> Let's—we only have <laughs> Wait, a ten-minute Tuesday. Oh, Pull oh, your mic really in nice. a little bit, prop it up. Let's rock and roll. Mel has a topic for us today, and we're gonna get into it a little bit right away. I'll give you your story, and then I'll bring it home with a little bit of the nuances of this situation.
1: Sounds good. So I was helping out at the elementary school with my sixth graders class they were they did this really cool thing called a literary luncheon where every class makes a dish that's associated with a book and then they all get together as a school and have lunch together and his teacher who's amazing her mom was there helping and I just got to talking with her mom and I was telling her your daughter's such a great teacher and really appreciate that my son has had her two years in a row not because he was held back but because she moved up to sixth grade <laughs> <Good point. laughs> and The teacher's mother said to me your son really stands out he really knows who he is and i really encourage him to keep being who he is and that really stuck out to me and i took that as a really great compliment like a better compliment than wow he does really well in school or something like it really meant a lot to me that his character was showing and that he isn't one of these kids that just goes with whatever trend is coming or with whatever drama some kid is creating He rises above that. And the fact that she noticed that was really special to me.
0: How do you think he got so grounded? What do you attribute that compliment to?
1: I truly attribute it to us following the strong family path. And that's going to sound kind of corny, but the fact that we have these values so instilled and that he knows them so well, I know he goes to school and thinks things through regarding the values because at the evening debrief whenever we discuss drama at school and I'm always discussing with him and bringing it back to the values that is slowly like he's it's slowly crystallizing in his brain and I truly think that's what it is I, I want to give credit to just hip as a kid like he's just a really good kid but I don't like to say that I like to say the things that we are doing at home consistently with leadership with our values is drawing that stuff out of him more. I think every kid has that inside them, but it's being drawn out on a consistent basis at home.
0: With that being said, I want to take this conversation a little bit different direction for the next four or five minutes. And that is the power of phrases and how we interpret them. So what Mel's talking about as our son is, very much himself and so we see even chalked all over the driveway at school is be you be yourself be you full," things like that now i'm not crapping on those sayings i am crapping on a lot of people's interpretation of those sayings here in a moment so that's coming up <laughs> It goes back to what we read in a book that we've referenced a few times in the podcast, Robert Kiyosaki's, not his Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but his Smart Kid, Rich Kid book, which talks about intelligence being able to have the ability to make finer distinctions. And so when you see a phrase, someone will say, oh, that's good. Someone else will say, that's bad. Those two things are opposites, so that can't exist at once. But if you have that higher IQ that he tells talks about, like, in some instances that phrase may help your child in some instances that phrase may send your child down the wrong path depending on how he or her interprets it i'll give you an example to start bringing this home a little bit more there's a phrase that i hate which is how you do anything wait how you do something is how you do anything i hate that phrase because i don't believe you should put your effort into everything i want to slack on some things and do amazing at some things with my entire focus because that's how I take that phrase. It is understandable for someone else to hear that phrase and think it's not really talking about tasks, it's talking about character. So if I show character in tough times, I should also show it in good times and medium times and how I always show my character is how I should always present myself to the world. And so for that person that phrase means something else and for me it means something else. And so let's bring it back to to family life. With these phrases like be you, which are all over our school's walls, is great if your child is rooted in strong character and values that you help instill at home. We have 70 plus episodes on exactly how to do that. There's one episode on how we teach values by using decor in our home. There's episode one, which is how we set core values. If you visit strongfamilyproject.com, we give you the seven steps of the path for free that you can apply to your own family values. So we're not telling you what to believe. We're just giving you a framework where you can choose your beliefs and teach them to your kids intentionally. If they hear that phrase, be you, and that they are a child and they start resisting growth and they resist discomfort. And they think themselves, is someone who watches TV all day and sits in video games and does all these superficial things for attention, you've done that child a disservice by telling, oh, just be you, that's fine. And then 10 years later, the kid's still doing the same thing. You have no growth. You have no values. You have no character development. And in that case, you have done a tremendous disservice and you've given that child a crutch with the phrase and saying, oh, just be you. However, to another child, they could be a little bit on the outside of the social circles and they should feel comfortable in their own skin. And no one else should bully or make them feel bad for that. And they could continue to develop their personality. The key word there is develop, as in develop and grow, to find out the direction that they want in life. And there are some underlying characteristics that they have to develop regardless of where they're going. They have to get involved in some sort of personal development. They are doing it at school. It's a version of personal development. They have to go from level one to level two to level three. If be you and you are just a lazy son of a gun in your basement doing nothing, well, don't be that. Don't be you as in your personality, but be you as in someone who is growing to improve your life and the lives of those around you. You do not get the pass of using this phrase to be a a crutch for your decisions and you're an anchor for those around you, including your family. So same phrase, different meanings, different interpretations. So we have to talk about the nuances. Intelligent people talk about the nuances of phrases. They don't just say, Hey, let's put this up on the wall and give it no context because without context it can be taken wrong and it can lead children down a path of failure, misery, and discomfort as they get older. And the world says, hey, we need some people to do some things. I don't want to do things. I'm just me. I sit on the couch and I eat Cheetos and I play my video games and I drink my Mountain Dew. I don't read books and I don't exercise and I don't do any personal development. My parents will take care of me forever. You're 30. You should not be that anymore.
1: I have two thoughts. One, I've listened to this discussed on other podcasts, the BU phrase that your example And one way someone interpreted it as is not be you right now. Figure out who you want to become and work towards that. So it forces you or your kid or whatever to look past where they are right now. And what kind of person do you want to become? Who's someone who's a role model? It's
0: very good context to apply to that sentence. It's a very good tip for people.
1: And the other piece I wanted to mention was within our core values, two of them are be genuine, which is a version of be you. And the other one is personal development. So we have those things that work in tandem. So the fact that we have core values is foundational. And then from that grows personal development. How are our kids developing themselves? And then the be genuine part, each of our kids is so different. Henry's more of an athlete. He just finished um, his first basketball season, which was a challenge, but he grew in a lot of ways. Our son, Logan, is having some wonderful opportunities to work with a local business owner with some 3D printing stuff. So they are very much being who they are, but those characteristics within them, whether it's the creativity, whether it's the athleticism, it's creating character in them. They're moving forward with it. They're not using it at, like you said, as a crutch to just sit back and do nothing. So I thought that was just a really powerful, what that woman said was really powerful to me. And I love how you brought it around to the BU thing. That's a great example. And to see past that or interpret it in a way that will help your kid move forward, not just sit back and have an excuse to do nothing.
0: <laughs> so while our kids will all be very different, I think to point, she gave you a great takeaway, is our one of our roles is to help them be the best version of themselves. You do that by defining what core values your family stand for so they have a base. They're not building a house on a foundation of sand where you just say, oh, let's just do good things. That's too vague. Again, no context. We're here to define and guide and lead our families, so that's a great point. Let them take it in different paths. They're gonna have unique character traits. However, there's still skill sets that help them be successful, and it's your job to help guide them towards that. I see the BU phrase used often when kids have the the starting of like mental health issues. They're stressed out. They're not sure who they are where they fit in the classroom and they withdraw and they're not taught any skills or any skills even the ones that they like and allowed to progress and show wins instead they say oh you're fine because okay then wh- if i'm fine why do i feel so bad about myself but all the adults tell me i'm fine the adults should be saying hey who you are is beautiful and who you are and the characters traits that you bring to this classroom and this environment are great. No one should pick on you for that. Let's help you bring out where you want to go and start stacking some wins. Let's make some progress. What's a couple of things you want to do. And again, you want to do you're beautiful. You can, yes, but where are we going with this? We're not just going to sit here and say, yeah, just feel good about yourself for the sake of doing nothing and becoming nothing. That's not how it works. It's not how our brains are wired. And we see a tremendous amount of mental health issues because of an incorrect belief about a phrase that could be used well.
1: This reminds me of another thing that happens at the elementary school my kids are in. They start the day, part of the morning announcements is this, I forgot the what it's called. An affirmation, I think it's called. So that basically, the whole school repeats after the principal. And she says, I am here, and they say it back, I am safe, I am valued, I matter. And I think what you just brought up about being a person of value, like we need to find a way to bring value to our family, to our community. And that does start with our morning routine. Every kid in the family has a contribution. They all bring value to the family. And then those things will then get repeated out in the world. Henry yesterday at school spent two hours helping set up the gym for this big literary luncheon because he likes to bring value. And he knows who he is, so he knows how to bring value and takes those opportunities. And I love that they announce that every kid says it every day, I'm valued. And even if you need to have more than just saying that, like an affirmation is not enough, but that's at least a starting point to shift your mindset from just, who am I? I'm just this person over here that doesn't do much and that's okay. Or I'm someone of value. How can I bring value? I'm a part of this school community and that's really exciting and great. So kudos to that school. I hope other schools repeat that. And we need to set that foundation for our kids at home.
0: That's hot for a 10-minute Tuesday. Next week, we're going to be back with the huge announcement of our first Strong Family Project book. It's called the Strong Family Guidebook. We do have the steps of the path for you for free at strongfamilyproject.com, which over 20,000 people have downloaded. However, it doesn't mean 20,000 people implemented them. I'm not naive. Sometimes it takes a little bit more help. And so we tell a little bit more of our story. We go much more in depth of each step of the path. And it is a short book, 150 pages or so. It's going to be under $10. Make it real simple so that you can get this in your hands and start to plan the start of your new year and get everything on track the way that you want it and start painting a picture of what, Again, you want your family to be. We'll have that out for you next week. We'll have the links up getting approved by Amazon as we speak. And we'll make it real simple for you to get and have it in time for the holidays and start your 2024 planning. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Strong Family Project. Mel, go ahead.
1: And happy Thanksgiving. Share some gratitude.